Start record. Yeah, do hit that. Oh, this is someone dog. Yeah, I gotta close my window. What an intro. <laughs> it's, I'll cut this whole thing out, don't worry about it, lads. And it never happened. No, I'll forget. I won't cut you out, will I? No. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash perrocket. One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least. Contain the hero. Better etch that in your memory. And so the one up gaming for the show. I'll contain the hero is really gonna show up. Welcome, one and all, it's One Up Gaming, episode 189. Someone did it for once. Every time I do a pause and wait for someone to do a, some sort of whoopy noise. No one does. I'll get, I'll get out my air horn next time. <laughs> Just blast it through the, the speakers. Yeah, 420 meme it. <laughs> You're going to yes, look at the that. wake file and it's just going to be one giant spike. Yeah. Peek the microphone. Peek it. <laughs> if you still have eardrums, you're not doing it right. So yeah, welcome to the One Up Gaming Podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, are we still going? Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, so it's me, David, with Matt, who people should know. We've been doing Hopefully. this long enough. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. And we've got a couple of newbies on the show today. So first of all, Joey, do you want to just introduce yourself and what games do you like and things like that? Howdy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I play whatever. I, I don't know. I play Rocket League and stuff like that. I play general games. Nothing in particular. <laughs> Did you like Command and Conquer? Command and Conquer? Yeah. 
I've never heard of it, to be honest. PC game? Oh my god. <laughs> it sounds kind of familiar, but I've never never actually... Anyway, Steve, we'll leave these two youngsters. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What? <laughs> <laughs> David, you're looking for a world of hurt. What do you enjoy gaming-wise? Um, I like a lot of first-person sh- shooters slash... Like the whole survival aspect, like uh, playing Ark and whatnot now, but uh, anything horror is great. And anything that doesn't take four hours to beat is usually my type of game. So I'm going to ask a quick question. I've played Ark once. I spawned on the world. I was naked. And then some random guy just came up to me and kept hitting me. And then I mistake, turned it off. First mistake, your, your first mistake was playing Ark. It's oh. <laughs> a harsh review. Like it's a good game. It's just it it's just rust with dinosaurs. Yeah, I had a spit in the Lophosaurus get me right in the face. My first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, there's a T Rex. Yeah. Is Rust worth picking up? Because everybody keeps telling me to get it, and it seems good, but I don't want to buy it. And then it's like, nah. If you like Dark, then it's like Ark without dinosaurs. (laughs) You gotta make that choice. I tell you, do you reckon they called it Rust because when it was in early access, it needed a lot of polish? Oh my god, get out. (laughs) For the rest of this podcast, I am now the host. David is now shunned. (laughs) That was one of the better ones. Whenever whenever he talks, everyone just hiss slightly. Don't worry, David. I got your back. I'll laugh at your your jokes. Nah, <laughs> uh, new guy. Yeah, nah. he's he's welcome back. I've, I've I've got a bad sense of humor too, so don't worry. Uh, so, what has everyone been playing this week? I've been trying to rank up in Rocket League and getting extremely salty while doing so. Didn't it get an update recently? I think so. I well, it got like it's not super recent, but like. There was a new map and I think a new DLC added, which I I love the new map, but everybody else I've played with hates it. Mm. But my understanding, comp comp in Rocket League is very very competitive. Yeah, it's it's real easy to start like I don't know. It's easy to start vendettas with people, I guess, because like someone will bump you and you're like, I gotta beat these guy. This guy, just the little things that annoy you, and then you get really competitive. No, I'm familiar with that feeling. You, if you've ever, if anyone's ever played uh, Overwatch competitive, you sat there just going, "Get off the point, get off the point, get off the point," aggressively oh. at the entire enemy team and your own team because normally you're playing with morons. Yeah, I. Every time I play Overwatch, it's either I've got a bad team or I've got a teammate that left. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, anyone that's listening, we don't hate other Overwatch players when you're solo comping. I'm just saying that I hate other people when I'm solo queuing. <laughs> it's it's not that we hate people, it's just that we hate people. Oh no, hey, honestly. Guys, right. guys, guys, can I just interrupt slightly? No. I got all excited with new people. If people want to use Zencaster, they can use Zencaster and get 20% off with our 1 20 discount code. That was the slyest market inputting you've ever done. I'll give you that. <laughs> the smoothest plug. Smoothest. Yeah. 
I, I gotta be careful. I, I have. I gotta be I've careful. Got all the plugs slip. written down, and I keep forgetting to read them. <laughs> gotta be careful not to slip on how slick that was. Is anybody <laughs> we can playing? This is fine. Let it die. Let it die. Yeah. I played it. I wanted to let it die. What's yeah, this, sir? Matt, you would love it. You would love Let It Die. I would love Let It Die. Yes. Um, patience. Lots of patience. I don't have patience. It's like dead. It's similar. Dead similar rise. to Dark Souls. Ooh. And it's fun to play. Excuse me while I do some quick research. <laughs> I think I might I've do not this. heard of this thing. That's oh, a great game. Oh, yes, I have heard of this thing. And then people steal all your money and invade your base after hours <laughs> of work. I love how one of the, like, the opening lines to the reviews is essentially, Let It Die is essentially Dark Souls reimagined as free-to-play roguelike. <laughs> okay, clearly that reviewer didn't like it that very much. I remember once, I have you heard of Unturned, that free zombie game? Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best game, but it's still, like, if you get going in it, you, it's pretty fun. And once I was playing with a friend, and we spent six hours, I think. We spent a majority of the day building a base. And we got so upset because the server reset. And we lost six hours worth of work. Ouch. And we we joined in, and it was a different map. And we just sort of sat there for about like 30 minutes, I think, just sort of in quiet. It was a mess. <laughs> so what have you guys been playing lately? I'll let Steve go first. Uh, just let it die the last two days. And then <laughs> got Exclusively, nothing else. He hasn't been sleeping. No, that's... Yeah, I don't even go to work anymore. Money? Same clothes. <laughs> Does it need money? It's free to play. <laughs> Unless you want skulls, then it's like 180 bucks. What? It's crazy. What? Money. Like Warframe. Oh god, it's you. a microtransaction game. Yeah, they give you all this free stuff every day, and then you use it all up, and then they pinch you for everything you got. Uh, well, that's crap. Yeah. Unless you're good, then you don't need it. Well, if it's, if it's anything like Dark Souls, then there's a, yeah, yeah. a nice learning curve. <laughs> I've been I getting really into... Like cliche now. You can't say something is Souls-like without everyone just going, Ugh. <laughs> I love Souls. It's become a cliche. It's horrible. Yeah. It's really annoying as well, because I really, really like the series. I like FromSoft, yeah. but everyone keeps comparing it to Souls, and it's just like, that's not how you make something hard. <laughs> I don't think you understand what difficulty is, sir. A game I've been really getting into is Destiny. I've gotten a lot of playtime out of like the couple days I've had it. Or I've I've had it more than a couple days. I don't I don't know exactly how long I've had it, but I've played it quite a bit. Which it's got microtransactions, but it's like there's no real point in paying money and what you're to p- get what you're going to get anyways. Which normally, if you buy something, you have to be level forty to use it, anyways. Like, because yeah. it's I, like the I, legendary I stuff. There's like the legendary stuff, so you have to be like level forty to use the legendary stuff that you just paid like ten bucks to get. So 
there's no real point in it. And another thing is you can buy like, or I know I don't know if you can buy it separately, but there was a thing that automatically leveled you up to level forty. Which, yeah, you can buy it separately. Yeah, you're at a severe disadvantage then if you just level up straight there, because you get a ton of stuff picking up like just playing the game normally and leveling up, which means you you're at a bad disadvantage to everybody who's actually played. What's the level? I have. I have a lot of beef with Destiny, so I'm not going to get into that because that's an entirely separate <laughs> issue that I could spend like three hours on. So, what were you saying, Steve? So, uh, what's the level cap? Forty. The level, yeah. Oh, so it just takes you all the way up there. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. I, I I disagree with how they do the leveling as well. It's complete nonsense in comparison to like year one and two. It's it's ridiculous because like I got it back in year one and then I took a break from it because it was just it, it it felt like Bungie's attempt to make a shooter that was like Halo but without the epic soundtrack and writing I was just like but you're doing it wrong <laughs> you did wasn't, it so well the first time wasn't for the last one Bungie made no uh, no Reach was their last one I loved Reach Reach is a thing of beauty, and it will forever be my favorite Halo game, regardless of what anyone ever says to me. It was amazing. The story was great. The multiplayer was great. Everything was great about it. Oh, my God. Agreed. And I I bonded with George before he died. Oh, no. Spoilers. Spoilers to a game that's like, I don't know, like seven years old. That doesn't make them not spoilers. (laughs) Still. Have you also, not played the saddest moments in video gaming? Let's not ruin it for other people so they can feel the misery with us. J- just bond with George. George is the best. George is great. George doesn't die. Yeah, George. George is the true hero. <laughs> so, is it something with with me being really old? I could not yes. tell you any of the names of that game. Of Reach. Yeah, yeah I could tell you. I even read the book. <laughs> What was I can I can tell you everybody's name except for Noble One. What was his name? It's like Alex or something. What Noble One? Carter. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Carter. <laughs> Carter. How was, could you not know of that? Because I I remembered everybody else, and I remembered the color of his armor and what he looked like, and that yeah, was it. It was Blue Box Three. I remember. I his, guess he's Blue Mac Three. <laughs> <laughs> David, shut up. <laughs> I'm colorblind. <laughs> that doesn't excuse you for being a heathen not playing Halo. Hey, I played right the way through Halo Reach. That doesn't excuse you for being a heathen not remembering the names. Wait, he didn't know the name and he was yelling at me about it. He's like, yeah, why didn't you know this? Come on. <laughs> like, this is a thing everybody knows. Back to the original point, though, of playing games. So we've got Let It Die, Rocket League. David, what have you been doing? I got sent the Telltale series Walking Dead Season 3 to review. And I had the originals on the 360, so I thought, what the hell, I'll buy them all on the PS4. So the last few weeks I've just played through Season 1 and Season 2 of the Walking Dead games. Nice. And I've just started the first episode of season three. It's quite funny to sort of go back to the game, the original, 
and then the second one, and just see the massive improvement in the graphical fidelity fidelity of the game. I never really got into those games. Like I got, I got it with the games with gold thing on the Xbox, and I just never got into it. I've never really been a big fan of The Walking Dead, so I just, I never yeah, really got into. I lost it. interest in it. I thought yeah, everybody's. Some too bad. Everybody's. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's always like, "The Walking Dead's so great. Why don't you watch him? Like, it's not that great." And then I proceed to get punched. <laughs> yeah, Joey, you want to watch what you say. Your next appearance may be very select. <laughs> I doubt that somehow. <laughs> Did you no, manage to get platinum? I got platinum huh? on the the original, sort of the first sort of season, and then the second season they took the platinum out. Oh, really? Yeah, there's only platinum on the first one. Second one, there isn't a platinum. And I'm not sure about the third one. I haven't looked into it. I don't care about platinums or trophies or whatever they are. Yeah. Now, you I see, I, I, kind of, I don't care either. However, I am one achievement, well, trophy, of getting platinum in Bloodborne, and it's pissing me off. Oh, that's a tough one. It's what horrible. is it that you have to do? You have to kill Queen Yarnum, and it's... Uh, oh, you haven't done that uh, yet? Uh, <laughs> God. David, Get with the times. Fuck up. You don't understand my pain. People <laughs> just scoffs at you. It's like, just, just, to, just to put it in perspective for anyone who's listening who's not played Bloodborne or doesn't understand what the Chalice Dungeons are, um, to beat this one boss, to get this one achievement, you have to go through an entirely optional side area of the game that is harder than the base game itself that doesn't scale with New Game Plus runs. It is as difficult as it is in the first run as it is in the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. It is permanently, it is permanently as dickish to the player per, like, always. It doesn't get any harder. It is just as difficult as it can be permanently. And I'll say one thing, you know how hard that game is because Matt was hitting the table as he was saying that. <laughs> Emphasis, David. <laughs> Emphasis. I weren't listening to a word you were saying, I was just listening to the bang, 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 bang. Going, oh, that's going to sound horrible in the recording. It's fine. It's a good piece. <laughs> I recently heard about a secret boss in Dark Souls 3. That was like really cheap. It's like the hardest game or the hardest boss in the game, because you got to fight like this giant bird thing that you're he's riding on, and then once you kill that, he's oh, like a whole other boss. Oh, the nameless king. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that Trico. Not even close to being the dick and most dickish boss in Dark Souls. <laughs> that's like well, third. I've always wanted to play Dark Souls. Everybody has like, well, I say good reviews about it, but it's like. You'll die every couple seconds, but you'll enjoy the game while you're dying. I think I think people really put overemphasis on the fact you die in Souls games. It's more the fact that when you die, you usually learn something. Like most deaths in Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne, we don't talk about Dark Souls 2, um, they're usually fair and you can usually learn from it to get better. Nine times out of ten, it's your own incompetence and cliffs that will kill you. I died off cliffs quite a lot. Yes, you did. And I heard another thing where, like, random people can join you in the game and, like, oh, just invasion. murder you. Invasions are a thing of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> other other players can come into your world and murder you. It's great. 
I remember Did you play seeing Black like Ring? these. Uh, Dark Souls Three, but Bloodborne Three, Bloodborne was oh, Bloodborne. Well, I'd, say, I'd say suggest to start with Bloodborne if you want to get into the series. It's almost a little really? bit easier. I found it a lot easier than the. In Dark Souls. Bloodborne is a different mechanic to the Souls games purely because it's faster. Yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. You want to know a game I want to play multiplayer? Fallout 4. Sega Rally. No, not Fallout. Sega Rally. Fallout 4 okay. was great. No, Fallout 4 was awful. It was amazing. No. I don't know what you mean. No. I mean, like, I no. didn't follow the story. I just killed everything, but still. Matt, Matt. What? I think we've got ourselves another person, like the other American, who <laughs> looked far We can't just call them the other American. <laughs> they have names. I am the other American. Am he I the other American, or is the other guy? I make a good movie. I don't know the other guy. Do you mean George? No. Oh. The young um, one. The, the, um, the, How many Americans do you guys have? There's a lot of people on the team. <laughs> Ryan. That was it, Ryan. Right, okay, Ryan, yes. Yes, Ryan. But no, um... Okay, for, Fallout 4 was... It, it's an open-world shooter with zero RPG elements or anything that made it good from New Vegas and 3, and then it ruined all the atmosphere that it brought from, like, 1 and 2... I it might had, like that then. It had a lot of confusing aspects, like the... I don't like know. Like the fact that the wanna... perk system was completely broken. Like the what? The perk system was completely broken. Yeah, the perk system was a bit broken. Which, I didn't like how you had to... You had to level it up and then get the perks. You couldn't just, like, go down the perk tree, I guess. Yeah. But, like, if you put in a ton of stuff at the beginning, you can get... I don't know, it's just a mess. The whole thing's a mess. Yeah, but everything I, else was nice. I mean, the art, the art style, the art style, I can't complain about. But everything else was just—it was just an open world shooter, and I've played enough of those to, you know, n- not think them as Fallout. <laughs> it didn't—it didn't have the same vibe. It didn't have that kind of dark humor sass with all the gunplay and actual RPG elements that made New Vegas and Three so addictive to play. Because I, I can go back to three even nowadays and just sit down and make a new character and just have fun but I will never touch four ever again I haven't touched it in a while to be honest because uh-huh. I haven't I just haven't felt compelled to play it like I've played it and now it's just sort of what what can you do like there's a ton of little side missions but there's not really much you can do past that and base building wasn't too exciting oh, Trying to oh, see oh, all the pieces together. That was oh, a bit of a letdown. And like you'd have giant holes in the side of your thing. One of the yeah. things that annoyed me a lot was it would rain through buildings. Like no matter what building you were in, you could tell it was raining if you were in power armor. That's like arc your screen, your screen would get covered in water. It's just like, okay, this isn't how physics works, but oh well. There might have been holes in the roof. They're, Beth- they're Bethesda, they don't care about physics. Anyway, lads, we've been talking for like 20 minutes. And I'm, and I'm not even on to my wife played this week yet. Yeah. Sorry, Matt, <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> it's okay, then, really, Ed. It's okay. I'm trying to wrap things up. Oh, well, okay, then. I don't know, no, no, you, you go, you go. Oh, yeah, thank you. 
I'll have another. Has anyone has anyone here played Darkest Dungeon? Nope. Never even heard of it. It's okay. a side scrolling Dungeon crawler. Sort of. Yes. Yeah. Basically I know I know of it, but I've not played it. It's one of the best games I have discovered in the past few months and I've happily poured about sixty hours into it in about three weeks. It's honestly the most <laughs> it's addictive okay, thing. Then. It's the most addictive thing I have ever come across on PC and I love it to pieces. <laughs> I don't think I can say this enough, right? If you ev- if anyone ever gets a chance to play Darkest Dungeon and you're even slightly a fan of Lovecraftian horror or, say, I don't know, dungeon crawlers, nice art styles, fantastic music, fun gameplay mechanics, stressful name, gameplay. Name a game that is similar to that I might have played. Um... Uh... <laughs> Never heard of it. You might have played. That's yeah. Um. <laughs> I've still never heard of this Erm game. Uh, this is hard. Uh, is it? Is it one of those new new releases? Uh. <laughs> David doesn't do RPGs. What about Spelunky? Did, did, no, no, no. It's, I it's did on. play that. It's not like Spelunky. I didn't like, I didn't like that either. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like Spelunky in the slightest. Um, I can't honestly compare anything. It's... Oh, I can't describe it. it. It's essentially a side-scrolling dungeon crawler with extreme RPG elements and roguelike gameplay where characters permanently die. <laughs> it's great. It's, it sounds it. No, it's like thrilled. It, it's fantastic. Is it like Undertale? Ooh, good. Uh, not in the sense <laughs> that it's first person, because you're like controlling a party. Oh yeah. So you're ma- you're managing the heroes rather than playing a character. What was the game? It was like. It wasn't Dungeon Quest, I don't think. Smut Legacy. Was the Lyra Smut Legacy? The side scrolling Legacy. Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a comparison. Well, it sounds very nice there, Matt. It is. It's very nice indeed. <laughs> right. Before we go, to get to know our newbies and let them know how bad of taste our games are, I would like us all to say our most favourite game ever and... Which is the game that we've put the most hours into? Sure. Hmm. Damn. So who would like to go first? I I know which game is my favorite. I don't know exactly which one I put most hours into. I my favorite was Reach. Still, it's been forever since I played it, but it's still the best game in my opinion. But yeah, I think I put the most hours into that game anyway. So. Uh, mine would maybe be Red Dead Redemption, but Square's number Good of choice. hours. Uh, oh, I put too many hours. Maybe Final Fantasy VII because I played it multiple. I times. played that for about fifty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> probably the longest game I've ever played in a Final Fantasy series. Yeah, 
think I played it multiple times, bro. That's probably my most hours then. Plus, when I was a child, it took me like years to beat it. <laughs> I think there might be lightning. You see, with Final Fantasy VII, I'd already left school. I was in work when that came out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'd have been 17, I think. Yeah, I was in grade 8. How yeah, depressing is that? <laughs> anyway, Matt, what what would you say yours are? My what, sorry? The games we've been talking about. Oh, right. Um, what the most I've put hours into? The most you put hours in and then your all-time favourite game. Um, most hours probably goes to Fallout 3 because I've put an ungodly amount of hours into that. Like, I, d- I don't even want to know what the total time is. Um, a favourite game? Oh, God. Um, it would probably... Sega Rally! <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> it would either be... Um, Bioshock or Bloodborne. Sonic 06? Obviously. That was a quality <laughs> game. Get out. 10 out of 10. So was Sonic R. Hey, before you st- I used to love that game so much. <laughs> Goodbye, David. I'm leaving now. The music in it's amazing. The music is great, but like yeah. everything else. Oh my god. Okay, that was a bit random. <laughs> I think Zeus says we should wrap up. Cause, oh I my think God. so, yeah. I'm, no one wants to know nothing about my stuff, so we will um, move on. So before we go, I would just like to say that we are doing a charity dinner in aid of Diabetes UK at the Hilton Glasgow Gros- Grosner? Grosner? <laughs> Grosvenor, Grosvenor, Grosvenor. Okay there. Grosvenor. An ambulance. Grosvenor. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an S V E, and it's like Grosvenor. Just wrap up the podcast. <laughs> yeah, April twenty ninth. Please check out our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. You can find all the stuff there. We've I've listed a lot of stuff for our raffle that we've got on there. Um. We've got a game to give away for the 3DS. It's called Guruman 3D. So just send us a question on Twitter at OUG Official and we'll send you the code out. It's a European code, just so you know. We're on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. We have official merchandise at Blue Cyborg. So that's bluecyborg.com. We have a music album out. Just go to... Google Play Store, whatever the hell it's called, and just search <laughs> games inspired music, and 20% of each sale goes to a child's play charity. We have an audiobook on tape of our first 100 podcasts. It's at audiobooksontape.com, and we have an exclusive interview with the Sans Pants radio team. That's £9, and a pound of that goes to Diabetes UK. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Twitter, all those things. You can email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk and the podcast itself, just search for us on iTunes, easiest place to get us. 
and please leave five stars and positive feedback. It helps when people are searching for silly, crappy little podcasts. <laughs> and before I go, I would just like to say we have an interview with... Now, please forgive my complete and utter ignorance of foreign people's names. <laughs> it's Slavisha Rapik. Uh, Repak, 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 R E P A K, Repak, Repak, yeah, Slavash, Slav. Oh Jesus, my God! I think it was from yeah. Serbia. That's Slavash, Slav, Slavisha, Slavisha. You're still going at it. Don't worry, guys. This stroke will finish soon. I promise. <laughs> we just call him Slav. <laughs> that <No>. sounds wrong. <laughs> oh, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, good night. Oops. <laughs> End it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Enjoy this interview. Bye. Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing. And we're back. It's One Up Gaming. I think it's episode 189. Oh boy. I should really write these numbers down. I just guess them now. (laughs) <laughs> anyway if you would like to introduce yourself as people listening this isn't a normal one-up gaming podcast we've actually got a special guest so if you want to just introduce yourself and just say what do you do please oh hello i am slavisha and i am a, among other things i'm a community manager for schism worldwide a young gaming studio very indie very hip that decided to make her own game and uh yeah, that's why I'm here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> what game is it that we are talking about today, then? So, we're talking uh, about a game that's uh, called uh, Red Barton and the Sky Pirates. And uh, that's basically a third-person, airplane, driving, shooting bad guys type of game that we've seen over the years, but still always love to like uh, get behind a controller and take a spin off again and again. And a uh, very nice game that I hope everyone will like. It'll uh, soon be available on Steam, so for PC and Mac, uh, as well as uh, Android and iOS. And, I mean, like, I would describe it as something similar to the old Star Fox 64, oh, like... Lilac Wars, that type of inter-screen yeah. shooter. Yeah, exactly. Like, Star Fox, maybe... Also, like Afterburner and some of those old school titles that uh, we had the chance to basically play a long, long time ago for for those of us more ancient than the others, like Defender and uh, similar games. Uh, basically, yeah, a very nice game that uh, that I hope everyone will have the chance to see and to play. And uh, too bad that, yeah, too bad that actually that genre isn't as popular as it once was, but we're hoping to restore it at least partially 
to its full glory. So, I mean, like, a lot of people, like, talk very positive things about, like, say, Star Fox. But you're quite right in saying that there's not many games that are trying to take that mantle of being the successor to the a Star Fox game. Do you have any idea why that might be? Well, first thing, it's the future, you know. No, uh, it's it's uh, Star Fox. Uh, you could say they set a standard, you know, like uh, many other games in similar franchises. For example, uh, I always like to mention the game Wipeout. I don't know if you've had a chance to play it with the with the small hovercrafts that fly around the tracks. Yeah, that basically yeah it was very popular one time. But also those games. There, there are games that just set standards, you know, and everyone is uh, like all the guys who, who, well, basically try to make something like that. They, they start that with a, with a dose of reserve. I, I think that uh, I don't know. Oh, will my game be as good? I don't want this for someone to see. Oh, these guys just tried to copy that, and now it's, it didn't go so well, so they failed, and something could be that. There's there's a great possibility of actually just fear of 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 uh, not succeeding there. That that could be the issue. That's that's my opinion at least. That could be that I think. Yeah, because I as you say, like in the mid to late nineties, that style of game was, unless it was because of the three D ness of games, was quite new. And that was uh, yeah, exactly. an easy way to demonstrate the 3D in a like a tunnel sort of environment. Yeah, I mean yeah. now you have those like uh, behind the plane, like you have the race to sun, which is very simple, a very simple game from 2013. And uh, but it's not like uh, that much of shoot 'em up. You have like a limited window of time that you can do things, and there are some others like uh, Yaz Revenge and similar games that 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 you know have have tried to catch up, but. Uh, Again, maybe from from another angle, you could say that, and of course, a lot of uh, a lot of from like within the within the plane or within the you know spaceship or whatever, the the, the setup is chosen for the game that that have emerged in the last I'd say maybe five, six, seven years. But again, you know, space explore, exploration and uh, and all that that may have tried to get there, but still. Like, the Afterburner and the Star Fox are still there to remind us, you know, where we, we have to go and what we have to achieve. So, yeah, could be that. Also, I mean, uh, the, the gaming trend is moving to, to, I think, to another area. It's going more to the MMOs. It's going more to, 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 toward the first-person shooters. It's going more... I think it's going more to, to, to maybe to another d- direction, like uh, um, uh, the whole accent is going more, more social than, uh, than, uh, than toward uh, single players. So that is, also, that is also why, who knows? Yeah. We have to keep up with things like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm old. And the pinnacle <laughs> of gaming for me was the... Sega Saturn, when he had like Virtua Fighter, Virtua oh boy, Racing, yes. um, Sega oh, Rally, Virtua oh, Cop, yes. that oh was just boy. the best. Oh boy, yes. Well, for me, there's also the PlayStation, the Tekken 
uh, well, I have to stop at Tekken 3 after that. I got too old for that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I hear where you come from. I, I understand you completely. So, yeah, we're, we're old school. Yeah, we're ancient people. Yeah. The ancient <laughs> and it's, it's quite bad when I'm talking with the rest of the team on the podcast. Because I am like 35, nearly 36. And a lot of the oh. team, they're only like 20. Oh, boy. So they don't oh understand boy. a word I'm saying. <laughs> like Sega, what? Well, I don't Konami, like what's going on? <laughs> uh, Game Boy, what? Do you mean Game Boy? Yeah, no, just Game Boy. Tetris, what? So yeah, well, I'm 37, and uh, I know exactly where you come from. So I'm lucky to be to be working with uh, with a crew that has that uh, that whole background of uh, of you know actually working with some guys who actually started developing. A digital scene in 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 our country so yeah that's actually a big thing here where we're old guys making games for young people and uh, yeah fun <laughs> yeah so getting back slightly to the the game at hand yeah um yes. do you have any idea of what the sort of retail price would be on steam and mobile uh, well, I'm pretty sure, I'm not exactly uh, sure about the price, but I know it's going to be below 10 euro. It's, it will be under 10 euro, definitely. Um, maybe something above, above 5, maybe. But uh, not, I don't think uh, we're going too high. I mean, I'm not <laughs> into the whole pricing thing. I basically have a different, you know, course in the, in the studio. But from what I know, it's the game won't be one of those like uh, uh, I don't know twenty euro per month or something. It's a uh, one-time pay, and uh, there's possibility that there may be some skins or something that that uh, will be able to 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 be acquired from from uh, from uh, the game. But in order to play and uh, win the game, you don't need to to pay anything extra apart from the the price that will be. Like I said, below ten euro. Right, and roughly, do you know how long the game's been in development? Uh, well, uh, from what I know, since I'm actually the the, the youngest one in the team, the freshest blood, um, the idea started, uh, let's say, maybe February. So that's when uh, our main man and our our. Uh, game designer got together and thought that uh, designer thought that he would like to make a game and uh, our hotshot said yeah we have a team and we could make a game so they sat down and they talked like from February and yeah February March was when the whole thing started and uh, now one year later with a lot of ups and downs we are here and uh, we're hoping to get the game out on February. So, yeah, about a year, a bit less. But yeah, we've, we've been struggling with, uh, like, uh, getting the date right, and uh, yeah, so about a year. And do you know roughly how many people have had their hands in the development, you know, helping out with project? Yes, yes. So, basically, we have Alex, the 
the main guy who lives in New York and uh, basically is coordinating us from there. We have Igor. He's uh, Alex's brother. He's our chief technical, and he's basically the boss in-house. Then we have uh, Jim. He's our Unity guy. Uh, we have Eugene. He's the 3D artist. Uh, he's not. Uh, he he isn't in Serbia. He's in Belarus. So he basically we have like back and forth communication. And uh, I have well myself. You can say the pretty face because I basically only spam people <laughs> on social networks. And uh, I also do some um, well some. I did some in-game dialogues and some like creative writing. And, uh, of course, uh, the game designer, who is actually not uh, not per se part of the team, but uh, he had the idea and uh, he gave it to the team to, to make it. That's Costa. He's a, he's a very nice game designer and uh, he has an interesting portfolio in design as well. So that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six people in total. Well, five and Costa, the designer, who is currently working with us on the game. And would you say that most of these people are what you call like part-time like coders, or are they? Is it their full-time job? Oh no, 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 no. Well, uh, being uh, being in a in a, in, the, in an indie studio with your first game, you really have to have like a, a strong background in order to make your to make it your full-time job. So basically, for now, we're doing uh, some of us. We have our regular jobs and some of us don't so basically we all pitch in as much as we can and uh, give uh, an interesting portion of our time towards the the development of 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 this game and uh, so far it's working well but later who knows hopefully we'll all maybe switch to full time never know so yeah yes hopefully that will one day be like oh hello Nine to five type of work, but we'll see. For now, it's like this. To be fair, I don't think game development's ever nine to five. It's ah, uh, yeah, exactly. When you wake up and when exactly. you eventually fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have those moments like uh, you start working at uh, like nine a.m. and you realize it's it's eight a.m. and you think, wow. I felt nothing, and then you realize you had like five coffees and uh, like several takeouts, <laughs> and uh, you didn't—you don't even remember moving from the desk. So there are those those moments as well. Sometimes you have like uh, a lot of things to do in a in a small time frame, and sometimes you're you can be a bit more flexible and like adapt. Like oh, to, so today I have to go there, and I'll do like two hours of this or something, but. Uh, yeah, getting this to be a nine-to-five job will would really redefine everything <laughs> if you if you if you think about it that way. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think coffee has any effect on me whatsoever. Oh, because it's are like lucky. we tried doing a sixty-hour live continuous sort of like stream, oh, and. Boy. So I basically got up at three in the morning to get the plane down to London to actually yeah. get to the office at about ten o'clock in the morning yeah. to set all the equipment up to start live at eight o'clock in the evening. And oh, then boy. two full days later I managed to get half an hour's kip. 
And then mm, I what? was on the Sunday night at about three in the morning. I literally had about six double like spoonfuls of coffee in a row, and I still, oh, I still just was sat in the chair and I just. When I watched back the stream, you could just see me just like sat straight up and I was just asleep. Oh, that, oh that was boy. Bad. Well, such a long time, no wonder. But actually, I'm among the lucky ones probably because, uh, for example, alcohol doesn't have an effect on me. I've never been drunk in my life. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, if I, if I get a cup of coffee after maybe 4 p.m., I am guaranteed to stay awake until at least 2 a.m., at least, just because of the coffee. So I try to, like, to not take it unless I really have to. And, oh boy, when I take it, things get fun. That's that's one word of putting it. <laughs> like one of those moments. I don't know if, you, if you've if you seen the Iron Giant, the, the, the cartoon from, uh, I think it's 1999. Uh, I think it was done by Warner Brothers, that Vin Diesel actually gave... Uh, did the voice acting for the Iron Giant. There's a moment when the the kid like uh, has a cup of coffee and then he but he's like uh, oh I'm hip I drink coffee yeah and everything and so this guy gives him an espresso and he says but this is like a coffee zilla you know and uh, he's like no no I do I do coffee and then the kid drinks coffee and like uh, you cut to the next scene where he's like talking like, and you you understand what he's talking but he's talking so fast and that's literally me i'm like i'm like sonic the hedgehog like just going places and just saying things and then so best i stay clear from coffee as as much as possible because it really 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 has an effect on me so when i go out and i have to have a coffee i, I always look ask for a decaf because no, no, that thing gets me. That thing really gets me. Nah, I, mean, I can have a, a big full cup of coffee at like nine, ten o'clock at night, and I can still get into bed at eleven and go straight to sleep. Oh, that that is so nice. That is so. I I I must say, I sometimes envy people who just like, oh, this is my fourth coffee, and I'm like, oh, good for you. I had one three days ago, so. <laughs> Probably not not going for another one, at least till the end of the week. So, yeah. Well, you know, whatever makes us tick. Unfortunately, like I said, it really has an effect on me. So, for example, when I have to to drive for a long time, the coffee gives me a lot of focus. And, uh, yeah, we're turning this into a coffee commercial. So, (laughs) insert brand here. Uh, Yeah, I wish I got sponsored by Nescafe. Oh boy, oh boy! I actually have it in my house for just in case, and uh, but that case rarely comes. Usually, even a green tea does the trick. So I've never so. tried that. Oh, green tea? Yeah. Well, ba- basically, it's well the, the the flavor is of course not the same, but. Uh, they say if you take like uh, five cups of green tea or something during the day, that you'll um, that you'll actually like uh, increase your metabolism rate and lose fat or whatever. So I tried that; it doesn't work for me, but it keeps <laughs> me awake. <laughs> yeah, I still have like several kilos to 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 lose, but hopefully we'll get to that at at some point. If if uh, 
especially if my working hours increase. If I have to drink more coffee, then I'll work more and, uh, and my metabolism will be faster and all will be well. But we'll see. We'll see. So, about that, yeah. We're... Right then, so, back to the game. Yes, we strayed a bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if it's because I got a, a fairly early build of the game... The, oh boy, when, I, when I was playing the game with the control pad, yeah, um, some of the the because I've just got a, like an old three sixty wired control pad that I plug straight into the uh, PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the buttons seemed a bit misplaced. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so um, there's this thing about Unity uh, where you uh, like uh, you make a build. And uh, then you see that one thing or two things don't work. Or maybe you decide out of ten things that uh, one thing will be corrected. And you go and you correct that one thing. And then three new things <laughs> pop up like, oh, so now this isn't working. And then you dig as to why that isn't working. And uh, the circle is very, very hard to close there. So, um, yeah, this is a very early build and uh, still hasn't been set up uh, for for the gamepad. But uh, that's something that we're definitely working on. And uh, we actually had, uh, like, some priorities. Like, so now we're going to do this and now we're going to do this. So we went through, like, a proofreading and we did almost everything there. And... Uh, most of the textures are in place. Uh, basically, the game is like I like to say, ninety percent playable. It's just that you know some quirks still have to be worked out. So yeah, you're actually probably one of the first people who's tried the game out of the studio. So good luck, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> with that. You know. And uh, yeah, uh, we're we're aware that uh, some things with the gamepad still aren't uh, polished. But uh, as soon as we do the re- the uh, as soon as we have the review ver- version, that's something that's definitely gonna gonna be uh, you know prepared. And uh, once you get that, I hope that uh, you won't have the issue that you have now. So yeah, yeah but I mean- we are. Those, yeah. It was basically it was playable. It was just when I went to pause it, it it was uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the turbo sort of thing with the keyboard and uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the part that still that still has to be done manually. Like uh, you have to press the Q and then you move the mouse and uh, and that's like still like I said that's the, the developer build. So you're trust me, you're one of the lucky few who who got to play it outside of the studio. So, yeah, congrats on that once more. But, yeah, that's something that will definitely be resolved and uh, we'll set up the controls to, to, to correspond uh, with, uh, with uh, buttons. But, of course, that, that, was, that still isn't our top priority because we're still not, uh, not uh, doing the, the, the reviews of the game. But when we get there, that will be resolved. Yes. And I would just like to mention two small bugs that I noticed, just in case you guys aren't aware, but you probably are fully aware of them. Yeah. The first one, it it was on the second level, 
Yeah. As you're going through the sort of the canyon, I worked out that you could actually go over the wall and. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say the sky's the limit, but apparently it isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we still have to, to set that limit a bit lower. We are aware of that, don't worry, but right. thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the second one, I was like, oh, I wonder yeah. if you can go in the water. And yes, you can go into the water, and I went through the water, then I couldn't get back out of the water. So uh, I was yeah. actually yeah. under the, the texture sort of thing. Yeah, the same thing. So basically, the colliders aren't still, you know, balanced all the way. But that that's, again, something that we are extremely aware of. And like I said, one one small quirk daily to be, like, ironed out. And, uh, yeah, we'll have it up and running, like, no problem whatsoever. So basically, uh, all of us get to play every build. And then we, like, type like crazy. Oh, I found this and I found that. You know, the whole alpha and beta testing process so we type away and we spam our resident unity guy and uh, he has his coffee and then he does his magic and then we all play again and the circle of life goes on you know? but yeah thank you thank you for the for, for this it's it's very nice that actually uh, we have any kind of feedback uh, but I hope that you actually like the game. The, I mean, we'll just end this segment uh, with me being completely 100% honest. The game, yep. I felt, was a little bit slow, but that was before I worked out that there was the button for the turbo. Ah, yes. Because the controls still aren't even written in, like, what you have to do and where the buttons are. Yeah. But yeah, the turbo button... But That's once one I got like actually... halfway into the level when there's a lot more enemies firing at you, then yeah. it got I don't exciting. You're having to dodge up and down and left and right to try and oh, yeah. dodge round and so even without the the speed issue, it still felt good. You know, for yes. when you got more enemies on screen. Yeah, because initially it like starts easy and then it kind they kind of pile up. You know, and then that's when the turbo really helps out, like dodge those millions of rockets and bullets and everything. But yeah, probably and... should should have mentioned that in the <laughs> in the text. Like, oh, so here are the commands. But yeah, um, and I mean, there's yeah, one well, one little thing that I would change. Yeah. Do you know when you are getting hit by enemy fire? Yeah. I would make it more pronounced that you are getting hit make more pronounced like as in explosions in your face or or e even if the your ship just like flashes red or something ah yeah 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 like ah yeah i know what you mean like uh, so when you're getting when you, hit yeah. you, you can recognize you're getting hit cuz i was ah, fighting yeah, like the boss blink. And I didn't realize I was getting actually getting hit by the missiles. I thought I was dodging them, but I died. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also I don't know if you if you checked the fuel that you might have run out of fuel or something, because uh, we have those two bars at the top, ones for health and the other ones for fuel. So sometimes even some of us forget to pick up fuel because playing in God mode is not fun. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, ah, there's no fuel, there's no fuel, what, what, no? And then we died. True story. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, 
cool. That's something that uh, I'll definitely talk to the guys or as well that they'll they'll hear the podcast either way and then look at me like oh <laughs> so. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. This is this is one of the one of the ideas that uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll so, let the guys. So I mean, I just wondered. You say it's out for mobile as well. How will the interface work, like the controls? I uh, they'll be on screen, so you'll like have uh, a virtual like D-pad and buttons. Yeah, exactly, D-pad, right. and uh, we'll we'll also we're also trying out uh, with the gyroscope and uh, and accelerometers, but and uh, well, there there are some things that we still haven't inserted there. But we definitely plan on putting some, maybe some uh, some uh, moments like uh, dynamic camera and some. We'll we'll still see about that. But uh, it's it's all in development now that we have the the most of the game set up that we can basically play with options. And uh, yeah, the D-pad is going to be the default. So, you know, the classic uh, controls on the left and the buttons on the right. And uh, we actually put some screenshots as well. I think uh, you can find them even on our Instagram and uh, our Twitter. I think I actually put one of those hashtag screenshots Saturday moments to to, 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 to to announce it. Like, it's Saturday and it's time for screenshots. So here's a screenshot. And uh, But again, still like very early to go because uh, the first... Uh, version that's going out is uh, is the PC and Mac version and uh, sometime after that uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, throw out the the mobile version so we'll iron out even the aesthetics of it all so to make it as playable as possible but again there's uh, there's a pattern in a lot of games that uh, that managed to do this without many difficulties so i'm pretty sure that the that the guys who do the typing actually know what they're typing so <laughs> so yeah all in all a fun experience we're still thinking about uh, the voiceover i did some voice acting for the for the for the game and for the main character and uh, we're still kind of uh, you know, measuring whether we should put it in or not, uh, it could add like an, a nice addition to the game. But then, if we do like as as we have planned to do with uh, multi language, if we're, we're gonna do the whole, yeah, so let's do another language as well, or we just stick to English voice and uh, everything else to be written in Chinese or Korean or you know Martian or whatever language we 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 put in. So uh, for now, yeah, we'll see. So there, there was also an option that when you get hit, that uh, that you can hear the pilot actually complaining about that. But uh, but yeah, we'll see if if it makes into the game. Yes, I mean as you said, the game should be out within the next sort of like month. So like, would you say like the middle to the end of February sort of time? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that should be should be should be like that, yeah. But of course, we're we're very fluid in that area. But hopefully, that's that's the, the time frame frame that uh, we're actually going for. So, did you have to go through Steam Greenlight? 
yes, yes, we did. And uh, we were greenlit uh, in, uh, I think, October or September. I'm not sure. And uh, basically had a, had a very nice feedback from, from the community based on uh, the screenshots and uh, a gameplay trailer. And, uh, and uh, we also did like a small cinematic trailer and uh, got, got a very nice feedback from the community. So we're hoping that uh, with all the improvements that uh, we made after that, that actually the guys are going to like it even more because I know that I like it even more and I loved it the first time I was introduced to it. So, so, and I've seen all the improvements that have been done since then. And Oh boy, I simply enjoy, you know, playing that game and looking for, for like bugs and quirks and things to like, Oh yes, I found something, you know, because it just gives me, Great pleasure to watch that little guy fly and, and shoot up those things. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's it, pretty fun. It is nice to, after all these massively open-world space flight sims, to go back and... Yeah. I don't want to use the word a simple, you know, like just a corridor sort of shooter sort of thing. But it's yeah. nice to have oh. like a an arcade, fast-paced sort of Twitch sort of gameplay yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it, it's it's basically t- to relax, you know. It's uh, not like oh, I have to think about this and that and million things. But uh, this is a fun little game to, to to play to relax to 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 ease up some of the stress, and especially if if we push in the uh, well, we're thinking about it like making it dual player, so having like friendly matches and some things like that just you know to have a game that is just made to relax you and to to like get some stress off the everyday that you that you that you accumulate so yeah just not like a million options to think about and uh, the radars and the and the assignments and the I don't even know what else just basic let's fly and have some fun type of game which I actually like. Yeah, I I really do miss the late nineties. I don't know where it went. Ah, uh, yeah, and we most of us are actually guys from that era, and uh, I'm actually very happy to know these guys, uh, especially Alex and Igor, uh, because they are the ones who actually pushed m- most of uh, the digital scene here in Serbia, uh, and uh, they actually made it happen they and their crew and uh, some other guys who are actually the pioneers you could say the pioneers of the of serbian digital scene so the right guys for the right job <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very at liberty to say that the right guys for the right job so, so i'm I mean, sure that this might be yeah. a bit of my like ignorance but who would you say is the biggest development studio people from within Serbia? Mm, well, there are several studios, actually. I hear that uh, actually Ubisoft is up opening uh, or have already opened. I think they might have already opened like a place here, but uh, there are some other studios here. Well, there are some much bigger studios. We are like, we are a small number of people here, but there's... Um, Nordius, the guys who made the top 11, 
then there's Mad Head Games, and now Ubisoft, and I think uh, some other who are not not as big, but uh, these two are basically very very big, and there's also Pixel, and uh, yeah, basically the most I could say three most famous ones are Nordis and uh, Madhead and uh, Pixel. They are in in their own fields. Uh, well, from Serbia, very famous. Apart from that, uh, there are a lot of smaller studios, and uh, to be honest, I don't know that many of them. Right. Oh, just because I know that part of the world, there's a lot of studios that you don't realize that they're actually from some of the places where they're from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, uh, people don't know how many games are actually made uh, outside of, uh, you know, English-spoking countries, and uh, that's, that's... that's actually a big percent, and basically the only the only way that you can hear it or see it is when you read and you listen to the to the voices that actually you find some some sentences that are that are obviously written in in a manner that's not typical for English language, or you can hear like accents in 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 uh, in pronunciation that. That actually, you know, rings a bell. Like, oh, so this is from—I don't know where this is from, but it's not from from the states, or it isn't from Britain, or something like that, you know. And uh, but if uh, if you like don't don't pay too much attention to that kind of detail, then uh, then yeah, a lot of people really don't realize that. But uh, yeah. The teams get better, and uh, English language is uh, is more and more present in the world. So, uh, so yeah, getting getting things very very well done is actually becoming more and more well easy for everyone. So probably that's why. I know, like as you were saying, Ubisoft. I know they were saying that. They wanted to have studios in every single, basically, like time zone in the world. So when oh, they're making yeah. a game, they can select like six or seven studios to have a hand in it. So someone's yeah. on the game twenty-four hours a day. Yeah, at every moment. Yeah, which yeah. is quite scary. <laughs> exactly, it's like uh, you know, mind-blowing actually. <laughs> Like they really want to do the thing. Well, they're going big, and uh, there's no one to stop them. So, so yeah. On one hand, they employ a lot of people in a lot of countries, and uh, I don't know. Might be a good thing, but we'll have to wait and see <laughs> where the future takes us. So yeah. Yeah, it just seems so. We've got. Not as many AAA games and a lot of indie games that are actually getting better yeah. than what the old indie games were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I don't know, uh, people get more ideas and and people play a lot of games and uh, come up with their own ideas and uh, 
and uh, you know they collect uh, basically they collect experience from a lot of games and maybe some people have a genre that they prefer and they play like five or ten games and uh, find flaws in in some of them or find like oh I would do this differently than it's done here and maybe like just uh, there's always a chance of uh, someone making a better game uh, than previous games that the, that they've played just because uh, of I don't know maybe a lot of people thought about uh, uh, improvements in the games that they've played and uh, and they just you know finally someone put that in a new game and they're like oh well this is much better than that and uh, could be that I mean that's kind of a logic behind it all like we played some games and we want to make something new that is similar to something that a lot of people liked but we want to improve on this and this and that and uh, so yeah I think that's the main reason behind getting like a lot of indie games that are actually very very good just depending on the size of the studio and uh, the number of the people involved and uh, and uh, the time that has been spent on it. And, yeah, I mean, that's not the recipe for a good game. Have a lot of people and, uh, and spend a lot of time and the game will be good. But, uh, you know, if people are experienced enough, then magic happens. So, yeah. So... I've just had a quick look at the time and we've been recording for about 40 minutes, so... <laughs> oh, fun, fun, fun. I would just like to say thank you so much for coming on. Oh, and no problem. Thank you for inviting me. If you want to just quickly go through like the game, how people can get it, and the elevator pitch for the game. Ah, uh, yeah, no problem. Okay, so... Um... Basically, uh, the way to get the game is through Steam and through uh, App Store and through Google Play Store. Uh, hopefully, by the end of uh, February, beginning of March, and uh, the reviews will be will be ready. Well, hopefully, much before that. And uh, yeah, the thing that we do is uh, Red Barton and the Sky Pirates, which is a uh, very well, from my perspective, a very fun game that has four huge worlds and a lot of enemies and bosses and uh, a fun, fun, fun game to play and to try and uh, to recommend to your friends and family and to have a lot of fun while playing it. So, yeah. So, thank you for coming on. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. Do you have trouble sleeping, tossing and turning all night? Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly because you deserve a better life.
Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.